Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening once again. And in the spirit of transparency, I want to tell you how I am making these podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way that I found that I can make a podcast. It's free and the app actually comes with uh, tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts get your actual audio and you don't have to do anything. That's beautiful. You can make money from it. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have in order to be able to create income from this podcast. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So you just have to download the free Anchor app or go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hi, friends. This is Dr. Erica Jones with the Art of Transition podcast. And we have an extremely special guest with us today. We've got Mr. Chris Dowdell of Dowdell Photography and Heart and Soul Huntsville. So we're going to be talking about uh, some transitions today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm Chris Dowdell. I'm from Huntsville, Alabama, a native of Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, Self-taught photographer, uh, co-owner of Heart and Soul. Uh, sneaker boutique in, located in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, my birthday is Saturday. Hey, what an amazing <laughs> way to celebrate your life and your yeah. life's work so far. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to be talking to you today. We've had several conversations over the years of just growing and, and doing different things and working on different projects. So I think that it's, it's very fitting that we meet back here on the podcast uh, to celebrate you and to, to just give you an opportunity to inspire others as you I, enter I another year. That. I yeah. appreciate that. So I just, I want you to talk to the listeners a little bit about like, why you decided to get into photography and how you taught yourself? Well, uh, funny story. Uh, I was broke and um, I've always had a hustle about myself. So instead of going the wrong way, I just decided to pick up something that um, I like doing. So I always like taking pictures I never was the one to be in the picture mm-hmm. but I but I like to like to take pictures so uh, I I had lost my job at the time and um, I was just like well I don't want to work for nobody right now so uh, I had this camera I was actually painting shoes actually mm-hmm. and I had this camera and I was taking pictures 
of the shoes and i was just like you know man i was seeing you know stuff online and i'm like man that's a dope shot blah 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 so i just started being inquisitive about how i could get better at taking pictures and um just you know doing a little research online and just start getting better um somebody paid me and i was like oh if i can get paid this then i can get paid that if i get better did you ask them for that gig that first that your very first photography gig like when they paid you did you ask for that like how did that work uh, I, I introduced myself as as being a photographer, so they knew they had to pay something, right? But they didn't know what. So you know, typically when you're out the gate, um, and and, and this might be in any professional realm, um, you know, it's just kind of like once you're out the gate, it's like, oh, well, that job would be like fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And really and truly, that job should have been two hundred and fifty dollars because you Ooh. spent you spent three hours worth of your time doing something doing something that quote unquote you love. So you know, um, it's just uh, you know, uh, really and truly, like when when people ask to like you know for you to mentor them and to ask you to uh, ask, can you they follow you around? Really and truly, what you should be learning is the business, not necessarily the the skill. Got it. Because the skill, the skill, the skill will come. Okay. But learning, the learning how to charge people. You know, like in your industry, they taught you. Um, well, you know, they taught you how to charge for the services that you that you 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 render. Some places like, do. Like some yeah. some some medical uh, residencies do, and then the more you start talking to people, you start to figure out like, well, some people don't even know how to charge for, you know, certain things. Like, you know, people come to the doctor to quit smoking, and you can have a whole conversation with someone about quitting smoking, but if you don't know what code to put in, <laughs> you know, if you don't even know that you can charge for that, then you up the creek. Right. So, so yeah just learning the business though once you you mm-hmm. understand the business and and that's kind of like, like what i kind of tell people now because you know when i was doing it it was just like a few photographers but now it's like everybody that i turn every time i turn around is a new photographer here a new photographer there mm-hmm. and and they got the skill but if they don't have the business, you know, it's not, it doesn't really help. Got it. Order connections. Right. It's like, how does someone even know you're a photographer? Um, I think it's important that you spoke on actually the fact that you introduced yourself as such. Even though you might not have had any paid gigs, you knew that this is, you introduced yourself as such. Hey, I'm such and such. I'm just have the confidence to talk about your skill. That's another thing that I feel like you know goes understated yeah it does um because because you know like what well what i've realized is that you know people tend to tense up get scared about something that they're that they want they're passionate and want to do you know Mm -hmm. 
And um, one good thing was that uh, I have a god brother and god sister that they they own the salon, so they were the ones that kind of helped me speak up. You know, just being around them, they were the mm-hmm. ones that you know, like, oh, you're a photographer now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who is this god brother, god sister? Oh, the, yes, uh, Randy and Demika Howe. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so uh, you know, they they ran a salon for you know she she did did hair for over twenty years. Got it. So you know, those were the first entrepreneurs that I really was able to be around and see, and you know, just to understand if you understand her or a business, mm-hmm. you can understand the business that you want to go in, like. You know, like, why does it cost $65 for you just to go get your hair washed and, you know, get a style, you know? Yeah. And so understanding that and the price breakdown, then that you that can tra- all that can translation translate into what you want to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, growing up, you you know, you watch your, your minister societies and your, your boys in the hood. And you're seeing how they're making money. If so, if you can break down the concept, but not the act, mm-hmm. then you can get ahead in your entrepreneurial spirit. How did you? How did your spirit actually guide you from photography to a sneaker boutique to being like a co-owner of Heart and Soul Huntsville? How did your spirit guide you in that direction? Well. Um, um, so when I was 15, I worked at Foot Locker. So 15 to 27, I worked at Foot Locker. The last six wow. years, the last six years of that, I was, uh, an AM. But What's that, assistant manager? Assistant manager, yeah. Okay. So, uh, the one thing, so I had an opportunity to go to Birmingham and that, me going to Birmingham with a, progressed me to being uh, a store manager. Mm-hmm. So during that time frame, I was in college too. So my, my major was, uh, my major's business management. So I graduated with a business management degree. What and, school? Don't make sure you don't leave that out. <laughs> Alabama, the Alabama <laughs> A&M uh, University in Norman, Shout Alabama. out to the HBCUs. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but um, just, you know, uh, those last few years, those last few few classes of college, um, they were just teaching me, like, you don't want to be the manager. You want to be the owner. Mm-hmm. You want to be bigger than, um, uh, than what that salary is going to pay. So my mindset was changed, and I didn't even know it. Mm. So, but like uh, I had an opportunity to go to Birmingham, but the, to me, the move to Birmingham was just going to keep me in the same position. And financially, I, not necessarily financially, just the status. Okay. I, I still was going to be an AM, and I was like, man, I moved to Birmingham, but I want to be a manager, you know? Or how do I? I was like, well, I graduate in. This semester, this next semester coming up, 
Like, how do I go to work in a certain time like you? Mm-hmm. So that that ruffled people's feathers, and uh. and you know that 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 starts to ruffle people's feathers when they when you try to come for people's job. So the seed was planted then in college, like the seed was planted as far as like you know being an entrepreneur and not knowing that I did I wanted to be bigger than the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the love for the shoes, once I left for like the love for the shoes, it just didn't die. It just really heightened and increased. So, you know, at that particular time, once I left, I was painting the shoes. Then I started taking pictures of the shoes. And then mm-hmm. I just started just going out going crazy with buying the shoes. So, uh, man, um, it was a podcast a year, two years ago. Two years ago, uh, in January, a podcast that one of my business partners had, mm-hmm. and, and he's my he was my accountant too. So um, we had a podcast at his house over gumbo, and we were just talking about the culture. Okay. So then uh, what happened was I went and got my taxes done like a couple weeks later, and I was just like, "Hey man, um, you remember sneaker ball? We need to do something for the culture around Huntsville." So the group text message that the podcast was in, that, that, that I was in, he reached out to the group and was like, yo, want to do something for the culture? Who down? And my other business partner reached out and was like, it's crazy you said that because I was thinking about doing a store that, you know, a clothing store that sold some shoes. So that next week we, uh, we were in a we were in a building looking at a building and thinking wow. about <laughs> thinking about a concept, right? Y'all move fast. Like, where does that decisiveness come from? Like, there are people who have whole business plans that they just let sit for years. Where does that type of decisiveness come from? That's <laughs> God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it comes from God, to be honest, because. Okay. Uh, and, and really and truly, so we were in a building and we knew the price of the building. But the thing was, I was just so we we, you know, we were texting one another. So we we started our own little group chat. And, you know, we was just like, yo, uh, so I was told, I don't even know, I can't even remember where where I got the, the information from. But I was like, somebody said, reach out to a realtor. So my the basketball team that I worked for, he has uh he was a uh the trainer was a, a realtor. Wow. And he is he stopped being a, a a trainer to do real estate full time. So I reached out to him and he was like, Yeah, come to the office. We went to the office. So then he brought in the commercial specialist. And the commercial specialist showed us properties which we told him what property we were already mm-hmm. at and he gave us the numbers for it but then he found this other building uh, we went and saw it uh like that same week and we made it happen so no we didn't have a business plan at first so in between all of that though that's when the business plan came in so again my accountant 
my accountant, uh, he start we you know we start having calls and he broke down some numbers and it's like, well, this is what it, we could bring, all bring to the table. So we came up with this number, and I was like, you know what, I got that in credit. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, I'll I'll use my credit to get it, my line of credit. I'm sorry, I'll use my line of credit to uh, to make that happen. And everybody was like, we was in agreement, and we made it. We started making it That's happen. That's so beautiful. So, <laughs> so the first thing we did was we just went and signed the lease with the realtor, mm-hmm. you know. And once we got the keys, we uh, uh, AD had uh, a church member that did all his work, so he gave us a quote on how much the build out would mm-hmm. cost, and everything was under budget. So uh, AD designed the store. And for the people who don't um, know who AD is, what's his full name? Uh, AD, uh, Adrian Davis, he's a uh, pastor, senior pastor at All And Nations. then who's your um, other business partner? Sean Sanye with uh, Sanye Incorporated Tech Services. Okay. So how did you like start to just trust these guys? Like to go into, enough to go into business. Like how did you transition your mindset from owning like a solo photography business to now you are actually going into a partnership well uh man um it was i I promise you it was all god like because i i've always been by myself and for me to Sean eased my mind when he came up with the number that we was gonna come okay. up with. Now, let's let's rewind just a little bit. Okay. With my two business partners, for me, I'm the lowest man on the totem pole when it comes to how much salary they take in versus what I take in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the low man on the totem pole, so. Um, I really had to trust them. They, but they didn't make me feel like that. They didn't make me feel like, oh, well, you ain't got it. So, you know, every time that we needed cash or whatever, you know, it was always available for them. So our number that we started up with, it was super duper low. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a big number, but it wasn't like, you know, um, it wasn't like it was just uh, it, it. We ran out of that in the first week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was before. That was before we even bought any product or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the build out was supposed to be less than what it was. Uh, we ended up spending more on the build out. Then we started. Uh, we started getting buying product. And to be honest, like we uh, opened our doors with over 500 pairs of shoes, which wow, most sneaker boutiques don't open up with that many pairs of shoes, or some of them open up with like your shoes, you know, like <laughs> like live off my closet type stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but we we purchased. Over 500 pairs of shoes. We had our own, our own 
our store brand uh, merchandise uh, with the t-shirts. Um, and y'all still keep the exclusives to this day. Right. So, you know, it's it's a revolving, it's, it's super duper revolving. You gotta, you gotta, uh, it's a revolving door. You gotta keep the product in. And um, the crazy thing, um, so before everything got started, I was reading this uh, this book. It was called uh, Draw the Circle. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up out of Hobby Lobby. And um, the cer- that book, it was talking about in 40 days that you're, uh, that by reading this book in 40 days, your faith will be increased. So um, I had told Sean about that. And Sean was like, you know what? My mom teaches that in her Bible study class. And, oh. and he was like, man, um, he said, uh, I guarantee you this. Sean eased my mind on everything because he he knows my finances and he knows where I can go. Right. So Sean was just like, look, man, I guarantee you this. You'll 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 your mindset will change once all this starts uh transitioning mm-hmm. so by him saying that i never felt as if like oh they trying to get over that because those are the mind mind states that you be in when you partner with people mm-hmm. it's like who is trying to steal from me you feel me right and it was never that we 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 just really formed a brotherhood, um, and you know we just kept it for, kept it above. It was really just it's really just forming that brotherhood um, with your business partner and and making it happen. You know, I'm excited about what y'all made happen. And just for the culture of Huntsville, when I was there, like, I didn't really have a place to go and get something exclusive. Like if I was going to get something exclusive, I had to go to Atlanta. I had to travel to another big city. So what y'all are doing for Huntsville is remarkable. But, the, the fact that just showing the fact that three black men can actually work together, are working together, are thriving and are continuing to build is motivational. All right. So, and that was the whole the preface of like when we um so what we did was we we started the legwork and um you know put laid down the foundation and then but we never we never introduced ourselves until like the last month and a half when we started you know promoting like it was always shoe this shoe that. Heart mm-hmm. and soul, this heart and soul that are y'all following heart and soul? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we didn't come up with a name until after the build out had started. We didn't even know a name. We didn't have a name or nothing. We just but wow. you had a purpose. Y'all yeah. had a purpose. Yep, we had a plan, and um, we started. Uh, Sean had came up with a business plan. Then, um, so for the record. Heart and Soul was financed out of our pockets. We didn't get a loan. We didn't go to the bank. Um, we actually did go to the bank because there was a guy that I knew in um, Coleman 
that had a shoe store. His wife had a shoe store. So we went to his bank. But the problem was we, uh, when we went there, it was everybody had to put up collateral, which I didn't have, a, I didn't have a problem doing that. Or everybody had to, uh, to have their credit run. So one of us didn't want the credit run. And, right. uh, and because of the other situations that he had going on. Yeah, regardless of what happened, y'all had paper, a plan, and a purpose. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, we, uh, so we financed this uh, all out of our pockets. And we made it happen. I'm so proud of you. I cannot say enough about you. I'm really excited about how far you guys are going to take this concept. And I want you to just let the people know how they can find you, how they can support you, um, how they can get those exclusive six sneakers y'all got. Well, uh, you can, uh, my website is down um, right now for my photography, but uh, mm-hmm. you can reach you can reach out social media. Uh, Chris Dowdell, C H R I S D O W D E L L on Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook, Chris Dowdell Photography. Um, follow the store uh, at Heart and Soul HSV. Uh, we also have a website, uh, www.heartandsoulhsv.com. And spell that out. It's uh, H-E-A-R-T. Yeah, H-E-A-R-T-A-N-D-S-O-L-E-H-S-V.com. Okay, got you. Thank you so much for your time. Once again, y'all continue to motivate me. You continue to inspire me to be a better person. And I just really, I'm excited about this interview. I'm excited about where you guys are going in 2021. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.